beautiful people. I'm Miriam Knight, and my guest today is MJ Schwader. He is a transformational writing coach and internet marketer, and he has 16 years of shamanic training and ancient principles of energy consciousness. MJ is also the publisher of New Connection Online Journal, the current incarnation of the print magazine I founded 16 years ago. Well, things do have a way of coming full circle, and MJ and I discovered a shared desire to create a better way for people teaching, facilitating, and writing about conscious living to share their passion and promote themselves and their work. We decided to join forces and pool our expertise in publishing and consciousness, writing, promotion, and technology and the result is a collaboration between New Consciousness Review and a brand new kind of online multimedia directory that we have named The Happy Guide. That's H-A-P-I for Health, Awakening, Purpose, and Inspiration. It is going live tomorrow, Mercury retrograde permitting. And I am thrilled to welcome MJ Schwader to the show so we can tell you all about it. Welcome, MJ. Good to be here, Miriam. It's exciting. <laughs> well, it's good to it's good to hear you. <laughs> yes. You know, we had a little technical like glitch there, so we're good. <laughs> a little technical problem, <laughs> right? Mercury retrograde, as we said. <laughs> I would like our listeners to get to know you as you are a person of many parts. So let's start with your coaching work. What is a transformational writing coach and how did you get into this field? Well, um, I'll start with how I got into the field and I'll go into a little bit of the, the transformational part. Um, my degree is in writing from Oregon State University and I um, was a technical writer for many years and then got out of that, did a few other things, and and over the years just did more and more in the publishing arena. Uh, started to help speakers, interestingly, speakers publish their books, and that's where I started down the book publishing part of, of things. Um, in the course of doing that, I started about 18 years ago to actually coach people in how to write and publish their books. And about the same time, a little bit later, about a year and a half later, I started studying shamanism. And I started to see that what I was doing in my writing coaching was actually um, literally channeling spirit-guided coaching. So I would Ooh. get people, yeah, I would get people's writing and um, be able to look through it and just intuitively pick out where it was that they were stumbling and struggling and sometimes the reason why they were doing that would come through in the writing. And I started to to be able to really zero in very quickly using my own spirit guides to access what it was that was going on in their lives. A lot of people came to me with an idea about what they wanted to write, but they didn't know how to write or they didn't know what to do with that idea. Some people would come to me with a full manuscript. Uh, I would also be able to look at that manuscript and say, okay, what's missing here or what haven't you revealed in your writing? And so it was, and then in, in the actual coaching calls themselves, sometimes I would just come up with stuff that I didn't even know, that I didn't even have experience in, and that was just profound for the for the coaching client. 
and that's when I realized that I, that's what I was doing was channeling this this spirit guided coaching literally. And so that through the years, I fascinating. Yeah, through the years, it just <laughs> developed into a process, and um, and now I work. What I see now with my clients, and this happens 100% of the time, is that I can work with their writing and deepen their own healing as they write the book. And so they have their own transformation in the process of writing books for other people to transform. So that's mm. the transformational writing coaching part of it. Wow. Is that a so <laughs> That's the short what answer. Is, <laughs> but uh, which came first, the shamanic studies, or did you start studying after you experienced this kind of cross-through or bleed-through from the other side? It was actually, um, I had already started to do that before I started studying shamanism, and it wasn't even until maybe a year and a half into the shamanic studies that I linked the two that I realized that's what I was doing. So it was already happening. It was already wow. uh, in process. Yeah. It was, it, it was really a, an eye-opening experience when I actually realized that. It was, um, you know, one day I was just sitting there going, somebody asked me that, a client asked me, how do you, you know, come up with this information? I mean, where do you get this? How do you know this about me in so, such a short time usually? Um, and that's when it clicked. It was, mm -hmm. oh, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm mm -hmm. channeling my spirit guides. I didn't say that to that person at that time, but it did click to me. And so then I started deepening that myself in my coaching. Had you already had an awareness of spiritual guidance at the time? No. No, in fact, I I had a resistance to spiritual guidance. Um, you know, I'm a recovering Catholic, and my upbringing had been very, very um, kind of pressed upon me, I would say, <laughs> the, the spiritual mm -hmm. part. And so I, had, I actually had a resistance to even using the word spiritual or spirit um, or God or, you know, any, any term that specifically defined that. Uh, so, and, and that's what drew, drew me to shamanism at first was that I thought it was something outside of those realms, although there are a lot of ways that it, it does mesh with other, other things. But no, I, I, um, no, I didn't know that it was, you know, I, I was a skeptic about it. In fact, if I would say that, so that's why it was even more of an aha for me it was like, wow, I am actually, I've, I've been doing that. But I uh -huh. just didn't have a, a reason or, or a source from that. Yeah. Well, what a it, it was an eye interesting. It was night. A, it was a big day for me. <laughs> Let me put it that way. <laughs> what an interesting way to channel those talents into actually coaching people, and it really must be a tremendously healing experience for somebody to use their own writing as a way to understand themselves and to get a message out to other people that could help them as well. And what I found, you know, what I found fascinating by that is in my process, I have people do direct writing to start. So I get a, a, an idea of who they are and what their beliefs are, where they're headed with their writing. And oftentimes I would get it, I would do my little intuitive thing before a coaching call and say, okay, here's where I think this person needs to work on something. And then I would read back to people what they had actually uh, written. 
and and they would say, "Wow, that's so beautiful. Who wrote that?" You know, they don't even didn't even know that they were writing their own uh, way of healing. Sometimes it's very fascinating to watch people's um, even people that have had a lot of experience writing to really watch that development of their own understanding and healing of their own process. What it's do you one mean of the most exciting writing? things that I do. Direct, direct writing or stream of consciousness writing is a mm-hmm. tool I use in the initial stages. And the reason I do that is because we are in a very, very left brain society, especially in the United States, but in, in different parts of the world. But in the United States, we really in school teach people, you know, you, you have to have an outline to get started writing. It's not a creative society. We actually, you know, spend a lot of time overcoming beliefs around creativity not being productive or financially successful, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's a very logical left brain orientation that we teach in our schools. And so what I do is I flip that upside down. I say, let's throw the outline out initially because we'll get to that. It'll come in. It's, it's necessary, but it's not where you start. If you start with an outline, you're starting with a box. And that's not how creativity works. And so what I say is, let's do some stream of consciousness, consciousness writing, direct writing. There's a lot of different terms for it. But basically write everything that's coming to your mind, and there's no structure to it. It can, doesn't need to have grammar or spelling or punctuation correct. Just write what you're thinking. And even I've had literally clients actually write, I can't believe that MJ is making me do this. And they'll swear <laughs> at me in their writing. And you know they're very resistant to it. Because it's not what they've been taught. They've been not been taught to use their right brain. And so right. it's frightening for a lot of people. It really is scary. And so because um, it's something new, they've never done it before. So we worked a couple of weeks on that? that. And in, in that, that, you remember that you book, know, that, uh, Drawing from the Right Side of the Brain? I have that book, yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of the same thing. Because that that's it, very, very similar because you, uh, by turning a picture upside down, you can copy it over with amazing accuracy in, uh, when you don't associate it with the image you have, the kind of predetermined image you have about what a face or a tree or whatever should look like. And that kind of frees you the same way as the stream of consciousness that you're describing frees you. So exactly. we're our own worst enemies when it comes to creativity, it sounds like. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, um, I mean, I've actually had people tell me they absolutely won't do it because it's too, too, their fears all come up when they, they face a blank page and they, oh, I, I don't have any structure. So it's very, mm-hmm. very you know, different for them. Right. So we were talking about your awakening, MJ, and, and it just seems to me that there is almost like a speeding up flywheel. More and more people are coming out with stories of their own awakening. And it is either that they're actually coming out and feeling free to speak about them in greater numbers, or it's happening more frequently. What do you think is the case? Hmm, that is a good question. Yeah, I, I think, you know, my experience Maybe. is that the, the veils overall are 
are thinning. You know, we're getting more, um, more. You know, in my shamanic community, I see this that the new people coming into it already have these skills that, you know, I took years to develop. Um, they come into it knowing that already. Uh, and it doesn't matter the age necessarily, although I do see that in the younger people more. Um, but I think there's a shift in our in our universal consciousness going on. It doesn't look like it. It looks like it's getting worse and not better. But I do see many more people that would not even have discussed spirituality in the last 15 years um, are now like that's their main focus or or primary focus in their lives. So. You know, and I'm seeing that in the re- in the writing too. You know, people coming to me, my clients are much more advanced than they were um, in terms of spiritual topics than they were even five years ago. So some there's a big shift happening in the universe that I can see, that I feel and sense. Um, it's it's gloomy some days, but <clears throat> because of that, what I've I've seen, um, I do have a, an incredible amount of optimism about where we actually are headed. And um, so, does that answer your question? That, <laughs> <laughs> or did I go off on a tangent? Which no, I no, no. I, I, I think <laughs> I, I think the the short answer is all of the above, because I also think that the media, films, television, books, are having a big influence. And again, I don't know what is cause and what is effect, but it's almost like people are. Um, feeling that they have permission to come out and talk about things that they wouldn't have dreamt about talking about, uh, you know, even five or ten years ago, and that the, uh, the 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 media are a reflection and also a generation generator of the the awakening. I agree, and I I think. What- well, one of the reasons I think that is happening is, you know, five years ago, you didn't have the number of people that were able to publish their books. You had to go mm-hmm. through a publishing company, and so you were very, you were filtered out. I mean, if they didn't, if the publishing company wasn't, uh, um, you know, a new thought publishing company, then you may never get a book on spirituality to the, to the masses. Now you have right. the ability to get online and get your own book printed, and you can say whatever you want, and <clears throat> you're not limited by anybody else's filters. So that but alone even the mainstream, the- yeah. But even mainstream publishers are now publishing books that they wouldn't have touched ten years ago, as you as you rightly point out. Well, and I think that's because they see that the market is, you know, what somebody's perception that maybe is a, an older paradigm and then they see wow these books are selling well maybe mm-hmm. we should get on that bandwagon <laughs> you know it, right. it's like the spring uh, spring uprising in Egypt i was just listening to something on NPR yesterday about that what dro- what drove that was the public wanting that information not the powers that be that were forming that that message so it's the same in, in this, is that if the public is now shifting, and ironically, 9-11 was one of the biggest shifts I've seen in the last 30 years to spirituality, because that made people stop and, and think about what was important to them. What is important in my daily life? If something that catastrophic happened, 
how would I respond to that? And a lot, I said that day, I said, you know, this is going to have a lot of good come out of this, even as horrible it is, as it is, because people are going to shift their perspective on what is important in our lives. And, and the truth, and that has happened. You know, that was a huge shift in that way. I think that's a great so, observation. You know, it, yeah. It's one of those things of, you know, what's come, who, who's driving the message. And right now, those spiritual people that have wanted their message to get out there are able to do that in a, in a much easier um, way than before. So I think that's part of it. Maybe you need to, does he need to dial in again? I, I think he needs to dial in again. Okay. MJ, you need to dial in again. Okay, well. Okay. I will, I will finish my thought in the meantime. Um, so we were talking about the, the shift in consciousness among the public, among the publishers, and that has led to a big shift um, in the publishing scene that we have seen develop over the last uh, five or ten years. When uh, publishers used to pick up an author, they would hold the author's hand, they would promote their books, they would get them into the bookstores. <laughs> and the change in technology, great, the change in technology has also caused a change in how publishers support their authors, which they're now not now doing as much. And so authors are having to find their own way to get their message out. Now, on the one hand, they have available to them the uh, avenues of self-publishing, of all the social media outlets like Facebook and Twitter and Pinterest and, and Google Plus and so on, YouTube. But um, this is a scene that not everybody is familiar with. So that's why MJ and I, um, as we have seen the terrain shifting for um, authors in particular, which is my, my bailiwick with New Consciousness Review, but MJ, what have you seen in terms of how um, healers and and practitioners are able to get their word out well that's a really good question because uh, I think there is actually what I see is a kind of almost fear uh, that a lot of conscious living um, people in that arena have about promotion and so mm -hmm. it is easier to do a lot of different things and it can get very overwhelming especially with someone that doesn't have a, you know, deep love of technology or, you know, some of the, the things that actually can make it easier to do all those things. And so 
you know, there's so many ways that you can, uh, you know, there's so many tools and so many uh, mediums to use now. And quite frankly, if you don't have more than just one avenue, you're you're not going to cover as much as you could if you had even three avenues. So mm-hmm. it can get overwhelming. You know, that's one of the reasons why a lot of people hire me as a coach because I guide them through that whole process. It's not just the writing, the transformational part, but I actually take them through their choices that they can make in the different mediums. So, for example, you could have, uh, you know, an e-book and you can have a, there's many, many different strategies. You can have a printed book, you can have a video, you can have an audio, you can have, I mean, you know, I could name off 30 things right now that you can do with that one piece of information and get it out there in different ways. Um, some for marketing, some for revenue. So you have this, you know, big, huge set of choices to make, and that can get very overwhelming for someone who just really wants to be healing or doing the work that you they're know, doing. That's the other shift that we've seen is people are searching for meaning. Now, in some cases, people have come to a crossroads in their professional life, and they may be um, made redundant, they may have seen their jobs disappear on them, and they're looking for a new way to reinvent themselves that will give them personal satisfaction and have meaning. And I think part of the equation of meaning is that they will make a contribution to the greater good, that the, the uh, awareness has grown, has exploded, that we are not on this planet alone, that we are part of a greater whole, and it's incumbent on us to, to contribute to the good of the whole. Have you seen that in your work? Actually, yeah. Um, when I first started coaching, um, I actually started by publishing a collaborative book. And I think that's one of the big pillars of, you know, the ascension process right now is coming together in cooperation and collaboration. And so 18 years ago, um, I, you know, was working on my first collaborative book and bringing different coaches. I was bringing life and business coaches together as authors to publish a book together, which helped because not only did you know, one person have to write one book and then market them them, themselves. They were coming together to get it done faster, um, with more ease, and they would collaborate on all parts of it, including the promotion and the marketing. Um, So I saw that for a long time ago, and and, um, you you see that a lot now. But it's in other areas, too. So that's, you know, collaborating with you. Um, You know, I asked you when you first approached me, it was like, Let's collaborate, not compete. It's coming together to offer more services to people that are maybe timid or afraid or not sure of or overwhelmed with how do they get out there in the, in a bigger way with their message. Um, and that's really what drives me in my in my writing coaching is everybody has a message inside of them. Everybody has a purpose. You know, some want to get that out there in a bigger way because they found a way to make their life easier or heal themselves or, you know, they've come up with a process and those are all beneficial to, to people. And so, you know, what, what makes me sad is when a healer, um, you know, doesn't 
doesn't promote themselves. And so therefore someone out there isn't getting their healing, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. so I want to, mm-hmm. I want to see them become bigger in their own world. And, and that's why I do what I do. Now, before the break, we were talking about the different ways that MJ was advising her, his um, clients to promote themselves. And it reminds me of the the different ways that um, my clients, uh, my authors need to develop in order to promote their books. And people are so multidimensional. And we also have different interests in terms of how we process information. So some of us prefer to read books. Some of us like to listen to podcasts or watch videos. Um, Some of our clients have um, expanded into events, into taking people on tours to, to sacred places around the world or uh, offering retreats of coming together in contemplation and seclusion. We are such multifaceted individuals that we wanted, we, MJ and I, wanted to create a way to express all of those different parts of our work, of our personalities, in one place. And that's where we started developing the idea of the happy guide. So, MJ, I'm, I'm interested in particular how you feel that your work in New Connection feeds into happy guide. Well, what we're seeing, um, you know, New Connection magazine, the print and the online, was working with articles and working with um, different uh, ways of promoting people who were who are in the conscious living arena, similar to yours. Yours was specific to reviews of books and films. Ours was a bit bit broader. Um, but one of the big things that we saw was, and, and I see in my uh, writing cl- cl- uh, coaching clients as well, is how do you expand beyond that one and one meeting with a client? You know, there's so many hours in the day. How do you make more money? How do you affect more people? How do you get your message out there in a broader way? And so that's true on both both of my businesses, both New Connection and my writing coaching business. And so, you know, those people that are in the healing arts, in the conscious living arena, if they're not tapping into a, a broader spectrum, then they, they might be missing a portion of their audience. And so... I, I saw that with both New Connection and, and the writing coaching. It, it's it, I, I wrote a book, uh, ebook on it, you know, tw- 20 years ago called Multiple Streams of Writing Income, because, mm-hmm. like you said, people have different ways of taking that information in, and so if you don't offer it in different ways, then you are limiting the scope of of, of your audience. Um, so new connection tied right in because we were we we were reviewing books we were doing the um, you know interviews and and stuff like that to promote specific authors and so that tied very nicely into my writing coaching because I have many authors and so that that synchronicity what do you call it I don't wouldn't call it synchronicity but that blending of the two is almost natural and so 
And now what we're doing with Happy Guide is an extension of that because what we also saw was, okay, now people have more events. They have courses. They have videos. They have all these things, and it was getting more and more difficult to, you know, find them on the website, <laughs> that kind of thing. So, it, it, you know, there is this oh, kind of awakening by the conscious living community that, hey, we, we do need to have a bigger exposure and, and more reach and not just limit it to this one-on-one um, healing session or, you know, one-on-one right. intuitive session. So... That, and that, you did say definitely. a magic word. You did say a magic word earlier, which was money. And um, mm-hmm. I think that people in the conscious community are starting to come to the realization that they too need to eat and they need need mm-hmm. to make a living. Among conscious authors, it's really more the exception than the rule that people make um, any significant money off of their books. Their books tend to be more a calling card for their expertise and for their courses, for their workshops, webinars, speaking engagements, um, uh, downloadable uh, DVDs and meditations and, and tours and things like that. And that's why we wanted to help them not only spread the word about their books, we being New Consciousness Review, but also about the other products through which, and services through which they make a living. And making a living, making money is not a dirty word. It's a, an expression of love that they are in this field in the first place, trying to make the world better, but they deserve to eat as well. Off my soapbox. Why don't you take over, MJ? I'm getting too fun well, to <laughs> That's okay. Well, you know, it's like my dad used to say, I've had money and I haven't had money and I'd rather have money. So, you know, <laughs> it, it, it's one of those things of you, you've got to survive. I, I think it's kind of all wrapped up in this back when I first started talking uh, about this whole um, belief or paradigm that you can't make money if you're creative. Or you can't make mm-hmm. money if you're different. Or you can't make money in the healing art. Yeah. Exactly. And so you have this paradigm already there. Now you have this love. You love to, to do this work. And you're doing this healing. And it's, you're having profound results. And you still have that belief in the back of your mind that I can't make money at this. And so, there's, and so approaching promotion is the flip side of that. Well, I can't spend money on promotion because I don't have money. Because I don't believe mm-hmm. I can make money, and so therefore I'm not going to charge more. And so it becomes this incredible limiting cycle that you get into because we've been fed this belief that you can't make money doing this. And so, you know, I had to get over that myself. Mm-hmm. I had to start asking for what I felt my expertise, my 30 years of knowledge and mastery in what I do is worth it. I was just at an art show um, last week. My sister's an artist. <clears throat> she had a big show at a um, museum, Mary Hill Museum up in the Gorge. And um, she priced, you know, there was there were 40 artists in this competition, basically was what it was. And, and they had sent the invitations out to, to thousands of people. So 40 people got into this competition. 
So she gets in there, and we get in there to see who won the competition, and her work was really good. I mean, she sold three of the four pieces, but she priced them at like about $250 per, whereas some of the people that were were not even selling their, you know, some of the people were charging in the 2500 to $5,000 range for very similar artwork, and they were selling them. And so we, my other sister and, and brother-in-law were there, and we were trying to tell her, you know, look at all these comparable pictures that you're doing. She's very, very good. And so look at all these pictures that, that, um, that are similar to yours, and look how much more they're charging. It's a perceived value. If the artist doesn't believe that the value of their artwork or what they're doing, if a healer is, is doing their healing, then why would somebody else value that? So right next to her was a, a <clears throat> artist that was very similar in, in technique, and we were standing there talking to her, and she said to my sister, she said, you are underpricing yourself. You need to increase your prices. And then she heard it because another artist mm-hmm. said that. Right. But it, it's, it's the same in healing. If you truly are offering a service, whatever that service is, and art is a service as well, so is writing a book for someone, that's a service, then believe in it. You know, believe in your own ability to do this work and, and the value that goes with it. So it, it, it's, and, it's and fascinating to watch really, it, the healing. And price is really just a reflection of how you value yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that is so. that is a, a big hurdle to overcome when the um, the expertise that you're showing. Sometimes you think, well, it comes from God, or it comes from the universe. You know, I'm not really doing anything, so how do I charge for it? That's how I got into publishing in the first place. I had a healing practice. I was doing energy healing, and I couldn't bring myself to charge for it. So that's when I started up uh, with a, the magazine. Um, mm-hmm. it, it is a, a shift in consciousness that, or part of the shift in consciousness that's happening. And I think the more we see results from our work, the more people value our work, the more we'll value our own contribution to it. It's, mm-hmm. it's all... It's all connected, as they say. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing that I, th- I think, you know, it's come up recently for me is the idea that um, people, have, <clears throat> people have that, you know, they can't spend money on promotion because there's no way to quantify an advertisement or, you know, well, I put this out there and then I never got any response. It, it, you know, one and done is never going to work for you. Um, you've mm-hmm. got to continually put it out there. Uh, I have a client recently, and you know about this, Miriam, you know, who spent $5,000 to get a um, video series done, a course um, done that she could put online and make passive income, which is you know, definitely a, a, a thing I encourage my clients to do. Um, and then you know, when, when it was suggested that the, she was going to spend a lot more money than that to promote that video, she freaked out. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. you know, but the thing is, you can have, this is true of a book or a course or anything, 
90% of the success of that is going to be your promotion. And people say, oh, it's such a beautiful book, and you know, it's great, it's got all this great information. You know, if you don't promote it and nobody knows that you have this book available, then you can have the most beautiful book in the world, and it's just not going to do anything. It's not going to move. So Absolutely. you got to take that into account, and, too. And that's where the power of the community comes in and collaborative promotion. And that's what we're going to discuss in this final segment. So stay with us. We'll be right back. Okay, as promised, we're going to tell you about Happy Guide. It's happyguide, H-A-P-I-G-U-I-D-E dot com. And Lord willing, it's going live tomorrow, September 1st, 2016. Uh, I know it's an lunar, it's a solar eclipse. And what can you do? The stars will just have to be with us. So, Happy Guide. Um, we're looking for creating a community around this, a community of visitors, of seekers, and of professionals, of people who are offering the, their heart's work to the world. Um, MJ, tell us about the uh, directory offerings. Well, we have quite a few different offerings. Um, in the directory, you can, there, well, there's different levels. At our top level, you can post your events, you can post your videos, you can post your articles, you can create um, links and coupons to offer to, to visitors, etc. So there's a lot of different offerings that the member can actually provide to the visitors. Um, and then there's in the different categories that we have, the health, awakening, the purpose, and the inspiration. So <clears throat> you can actually choose more than one of those areas, too. So like, for example, in, in my case, I have writing coaching, but I also have the shamanic work that I do on occasion. And so depending on what I want to promote, I can put different things up under my membership. Um, mm -hmm. Is that the question you were asking? Yeah, that's, that's the question I was asking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's very exciting. We're also going to be, you know, weaving this in with a magazine, but we're also going to be presenting information on the site as well. So it's it's going to be a place where people can come and, and get more uh, knowledge about conscious living products and services and the businesses that offer those things. And that's, that's what's right. really exciting. New it's, consciousness it's helping both sides. And new and New Consciousness Review magazine is now going to include the Happy Guide resource directory. So uh, we will have the profiles and coupon offerings of our members as the, the uh, half of the re literary review magazine. So we'll be combining them onto one platform and they'll be feeding off each other. Um, very excited about that. And as you know, um, the magazine is on uh, three different digital platforms, on Jumag, Magster, and Issue. And it uh, can re is reaching out to many millions and millions of readers. So uh, it's part of the strategy 
to work on the basis of affiliates. Um, we can't stress enough how important cooperation, collaboration, and mutual support is at this time. That's why we've kept the prices incredibly low for Happy Guide because we want to support you in a way that's affordable. The, the basic rate starts at free. What we do ask is that you help us promote the site. And so there is some kind of energy exchange. Um, the, the middle uh, level, the, the pro level is only $9.90 a month and or $99 for the year. And the top level is, what is it, $29.90 mm -hmm. for um, the, the all singing, all dancing um, uh, pro member. Sorry, the middle level is premium. Um, we ask that you help each other promote the site and that way we'll promote um, the whole community simply by visiting, by telling your friends about it, by making this a real buzzing happy place, um, leaving comments, leaving reviews to help the person who comes after you know that this is a really fantastic healer or, or writer or coach. Um, this is a brand new site, so please give cut us some slack. This is still in beta <laughs> testing stage, so if you encounter any problems, shoot us an email uh, to info at happyguide.com and we will get on it right away and squash those bugs as, they, as their little uh, grubby heads arise. Um, MJ, any thoughts to add? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, one of the reasons why I'm really excited about this, and, and we have this often in New Connection, and I'm sure you probably have run across it too, is, you know, it, it's, there's nothing really out there, now there is, when, tomorrow there will be, but there's nothing really out there that you can say, oh, I, I live here in Portland, Oregon, I, I want to find out more about the psychics that are out there. I wanted to see a psychic, and I don't know who to choose from. Uh, this is a site where you can then go and you can compare. You can see what they offer as well as what somebody might leave as a review or a, a comment about them. So it's very uh, – th that's exciting for me because I've been looking for that. I've, I've wanted that on many occasions. What kind of healer do I want to go to? And then – which one of those healers is going to work for me. Uh, and, and I do that when I go buy something on Amazon.com. I read mm -hmm. reviews. I, mm -hmm. I check Absolutely. out the information. You know, I dig, dig deeper. And, and there's nothing like that out there for conscious living uh, providers. So I'm very excited about that. And we have, like you said, price it low so people can get in and, and, you know, do it at a lower level or at the higher level, but start to really expand their exposure. <laughs> you know, expand their reach, because this is not only, this isn't just for Portland. This is a global site. You can go in as a visitor and search from your, from your uh, locality. So people in San Diego or people in Michigan, you know, wherever you are, you can, you can 
be a member and provide that to the local or the global audience. So yeah, it's very I'd like exciting. To expand on, I'd like to expand on that. Um, the directory is set up so that it has um, a map, uh, a Google map uh, ID, and you can see where people are on, on a map. Now, the importance of a local directory, as MJ said, is that if you want to find a healer or a massage therapist or um, a naturopath near you, you can look at the map and see where they are. More and more people are offering their services via Skype, via the web. Um, their products are globally uh, relevant. Um, but sometimes you do need that local quality. And so we are also looking for affiliates who will spearhead the development of a local directory in other cities. So if you have a base of clients, maybe you're the publisher of a magazine or, or you have a big practice somehow and would like to take on the affiliate role in another city, do contact us at info at happyguide.com and we would love to talk to you because we've already built the infrastructure into the website and it is very easy to add on additional um, uh, localities. Yes. Okay. And we'll, of course, start with Portland because, uh, can you still hear me? Yeah, because that's where we are. Yay, Portland. Yay, yeah, that's where we are. This is who we know. <laughs> but yes, it can be anywhere. And uh, we do. We do. Uh, we, we already have some of the uh, beta testers that we have are from Michigan and and other places. So um, it's not limited to this locality at all. It's definitely a global definitely not. global reach. Yeah. And you know, and, like and, you said, in in shamanism, even we're doing now Skype Skype and long distance healing. Uh, that's all I do now. Um, I'm not, I don't have a local healing practice, but there are on mm -hmm. occasion some of my coaching clients want healing, and so we do it via Skype. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of different ways of, of extending your reach. <laughs> right. So uh, what do you think, MJ, will be the most popular feature on Happy Guide? Oh, definitely the search feature. Yeah, the visit for the visitors. Uh, definitely the search and review. That to me, I just think that you know the people like that ability to find out more than what people are putting out there for themselves. What are other people saying about them? I'm excited about that. I like that. You know, I, I like to do my research. I like to, you know, do my due diligence and find out what what's out there that's going to work for me. So that's mine. That's my view of it. Well, I also love the other of side favorites. of it, the, the member side. The other uh -huh. side is that the members have another another massive way of getting their their work out there too. One of my favorites is the events because I know as a radio host, I have all kinds of exciting guests coming up, and just to be able to list them for you know in real time for. Um, the visiting audience, I think, is tremendously 
uh, useful. And I might add that one of the things that we have in the works is creating a mobile app that will feed you the events in real time as well as coupons and products. So that's the music for the wrap up. And I'm so glad that we were able to share this exciting news with you today. I want to thank my new business partner, MJ Schwader. And from both of us, um, Miriam Knight and MJ, Happy Guide and New Consciousness Review. Thank you for listening and visit us tomorrow on happyguide.com. H-A-P-I guide.com. Remember that's health, awakening, purpose, and inspiration. May you have all of them in your lives. Many blessings.